you guys, it's your girl Steffi G, and that's me. And this is the place to be. This is the show up to go up podcast where you'll find inspiration and information on how to show up for yourself and live your best life. This podcast is for anyone who feels lost or stuck. Anyone that knows that they are capable of more, but isn't quite sure how to go about it. I'm here to encourage and guide you, but it all starts with you showing up for yourself. And it all starts now. Just a heads up, I'm doing a 100-day challenge via Facebook Live videos. So the following episode was originally recorded as a Facebook Live video. You may notice that the sound is just a little bit different than what you're used to, but I promise the quality of the content is just as good. So let's get to it. Hey, how's it going? I think today is 29. Um, I might be wrong though, but I think today is 29 of my 100 day challenge. And that is so exciting. I am almost a third of the way through this challenge, which is really awesome. Yesterday, I talked about a woman named Bronnie Ware and she worked at a hospice facility and she wrote a book about the five biggest regrets that people who are dying have. And so yesterday I spoke on the biggest regret that people have, and that is that they wished that they had been true to themselves and not be what other people expect them to be. So that is the number one regret that people who are dying have. Today I wanna talk about the number two regret that people have. And the number two regret that people who are dying have is, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. This is something that hits home so deeply. When my mom was sick, luckily I had about two and a half months with her, probably more like two months where she was really in a good state. And during that time, I thought of a bunch of different things that I could do to remember her. And one of those things was I created about an hour long video of me interviewing her and asking her different questions about her favorite memories or her biggest regrets and all of those different questions. And I asked her what her biggest regret is. And she said that her biggest regret in life was that she worked too much. My mom was a nurse and nurses, I mean, just by trade, gosh, they work so hard. They have to work so hard. And there is always a need, always a demand. And she was constantly getting called in. And she would leave us kids when all she wanted to do was stay home with us kids. She would leave because her work called and they needed her. Even though she needed to be with us, her kids, her family, she felt obligated to show up for everybody at work. And so that was my mom's biggest regret. And I remember my mom worked her butt off. Like that is something that the two biggest things that I know and believe to be true about my mom is that she is a hard worker, super hard worker. The number two thing is that she is full of love. She exemplified love in such a beautiful way. And she had love for every type of person. And it was really amazing that I got to witness that as her daughter. So her regret was that she worked too much. She wished that she hadn't worked as much. And this is something that I struggle with. I'll be totally honest. 
I struggle with this so bad. I am an achiever and I will have a goal and I will work so hard on achieving that goal that I will almost go into a black hole. Like I get tunnel vision and I just focus on that one thing and it is such a bad habit and it is something that I am working on and having this be a top thing that people regret is definitely something that I want to remember and something that I want to hold myself accountable because I don't want to get to the end of my life and realize that, yes, I worked really hard, but I didn't spend time in my relationships. I didn't spend as much time on myself as I wish I had. So I don't want to have this regret. So this is something that I need to work extra hard on. And maybe the same is true for you. So I have come up with some things that can help you and help myself to find some balance between work and play. The first thing that I would suggest is making a list of about five to 10 things that are important to you in your life, the most important different areas of your life. For me, it would be my faith, my relationship with my fiance, my relationship with my friends, relationship with family, my self-care, and my work. Just right off the top of my head, those are six things that are important to me. And then now that you have those things, rating those things from one to 10, how much are you prioritizing those things in your life? So one is this is not a very big priority to me, even though you say it is important. Are you taking steps to honor that thing that is important, to grow that thing that is important. And 10 would be you are really thriving in this area of your life. So having some accountability, having some awareness of where you are putting your energy. For me, my work is really high right now. I am working on a new project and that is taking up a lot of time and energy, but that is not what I want. I want to have that balance. So taking time for myself, I would say that is probably a five. There is some room for improvement. So looking through your list and rating those things one to five. So the things that are on the lower side, what is it that you could do today or this week? What is an action step that you could do to nurture that thing, to nurture that relationship with your friend or to take care of yourself? For me, for example, I could slow down and do a meditation. I could take a bubble bath. Those are all things that make me feel good and make me feel rejuvenated. So make that list of all of your different priorities and hold yourself accountable. Are you putting time and energy into the things that you say are the most important for you? Because relationships are so much more important than work. Yes, Work is good, and especially if you have meaning behind it. So I actually want to talk about that a little bit. I used to work so hard, but I wasn't achieving anything, and I wasn't really working for anything. I was just saying yes to any different job opportunity because I was so controlled by money. But money is not the most important thing. Make sure that the work that you are doing is fulfilling to you and it matters to you because we spend so much time of our lives working. So why would you want to do something that you hate? Why would you want to do something that doesn't have any meaning, that doesn't help you to grow? 
If you're in that place, that's okay. But again, have that awareness and what are the things that you enjoy and how can you marry what you enjoy and what you do for a living or at least, you know, try to find something that gets you closer to marrying those two things. So you might not be able to make money doing what you enjoy right away, but at least you can get the ball rolling and maybe eventually five years down the road, you can marry those two completely. So that brings me back to my point of relationships and relationships being so much more important than anything else. Relationships are just the most important thing in life because together we can do far greater than anything that we can do on our own. I'm reading this book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and it talks about three different ways that people are. So people are either dependent they are independent or they are interdependent. And it says like that there is a scale. So being dependent is the lowest thing on that scale. And then we work our way up to independence. And a lot of times that is something that we brag about like, oh, I'm so independent. I can do everything on my own. And that's true for me. I'm very independent, but independence has its faults, huge faults. I have a hard time asking for help because I'm so independent. So then the third tier is interdependent. And that is the idea that together with your strengths and mine, we can do far greater things than what we can do on our own. So relationships are just so important and take time for the people that matter in your life. The second thing that can help to slow down and not feel like you're working so hard is to really slow down, truly slow down and focus and enjoy this present moment. Another book that I suggest and that I love is called The Power of Now. It's by Eckhart Tolle. And he talks about going through this really painful time in his life where he was miserable and he was anxious and he was fearful and all of these negative things. And he was just so on edge and he had this transformative experience where it was a spiritual awakening. And then the next day after this transformative experience, he saw the world differently. And for the first time in his life, he was finally living life in the present moment. And because he wasn't focusing on the future or focusing on the past, he was able to enjoy all of the beauty that was in front of him that he had missed up until that point. He said that the trees suddenly became more beautiful. The colors became more vibrant just by being present in the moment and really taking things in for real and slowing down. That book is really great and I would absolutely recommend it. It is kind of tricky because it is a book on spirituality, which can be kind of hard for some of us. I know for me, it was, there was a lot of concepts that were over my head, um, but I just kept reading and I kept pushing through and I got a lot of great information and tools from that book. Another thing to help with living in the present moment is meditation. I know that I have talked about it so much And it is the times that we really resist meditation, that we are in anxiety, that we are spiraling downhill. Those are the times that you need to take control of your life, that you need to sit down and either put on a guided meditation or just let your mind be still. Focus on your breathing. 
let go of all of your troubles that you're thinking about, all of your worries, and just focus on inhaling for four counts, exhaling for four counts. Just focus on your breathing. That will automatically bring you to the present moment. You will be forced to let go of all of that stuff that you're feeling. And even just one to two to five minutes of doing this, you will feel so much more grounded and so much better. It's so true when they say you need to slow down to speed up. I know that I am guilty of getting so overwhelmed when I'm working on something new, when I'm learning a bunch of new things, and when I'm striving for something that is outside of my comfort zone or that is bigger than what I currently am. I get so overwhelmed and I'm like, oh, what should I do? And a lot of times that overwhelm can lead us to not do anything. So we need to slow down, focus on your breath, do a meditation, and just focus on the one thing, the next thing that you can do that will get you closer to your goal. Slow down to speed up. It is such an important thing. That is really all I have. Focusing on relationships over work, making sure that your work is something that you love and something that you're passionate about and something that is meaningful to you. And if you're not there yet, then thinking about what that could be for you, imagining the possibilities of what that could be for you, and then slow down to speed up. Those are the three things that I would suggest to you so that you can love your life and not regret, not have the regret that you worked too much. Remember to show up for yourself every single day because if you do, there is nowhere that you can go but up. Thank you so much for showing up with me. If you want, you can subscribe to my weekly newsletter at showuptogoup.com. I'll see you tomorrow with the number three biggest regret that people have. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. My goal for this podcast is to reach and help as many people as possible. So it would mean so much if you would take the time to subscribe, review, and share this podcast. See you next time.